0: Hi, welcome to the Ed Pursuits Podcast. My name is Amber, and this is where we talk about homeschooling, homesteading, and healthy living. And today, we're going to be talking about sourdough. So, um, (laughs) sourdough, what is it? So, basically, it's natural yeast. It's also known as natural yeast. And you can make your own start by just mixing whole grain flour and water and leaving it out on the counter but if you want it to go faster you can add some raisins but the best way is to get a start from someone and the more you use it the better it gets and it it just gets bubbly and stuff and um, I keep it in the fridge so I basically mix my sourdough start with about equal parts flour and water just kind of depending um the more water it has the runnier it will be and the quicker it will turn get get the liquid stuff if you leave it in the fridge for a really long time or some people leave it out on the counter it will develop like a a layer of watery stuff which is called hooch and you can either mix that back in for more soury tasting, whatever you're ma- baking, or um, just dump it down the sink. Um, and so, you'll use whenever you use your starter, you want to then make sure that there's a, at least a spoonful amount. starter still in your jar or wherever you like to keep your starter I find that old salsa jars work really well Um, and then you add flour and water and mix it and put the lid back on and stick it in the fridge and then you always have starter okay so what else can you do with starter besides make sourdough bread Also, I really like doing 100% whole grain bread, which is not the easiest thing to do. Um, And maybe I should experiment with some white flour sometime. But anyway, this is, I'm just gonna tell you what I have been doing. And we kind of, my family likes it. So I'm just gonna keep going with it. Although for regular sandwich bread, they don't like the sandwich bread that I make. Plus, it does have to sit overnight, and the timing is really important. So, if when it's risen and it's time to, like you do a sponge, it's called a sponge. So, you um, mix the flour and water for bread and let it sit overnight. You know, you add a bunch of new flour and water and a little bit of starter. Let it sit overnight, and then the next morning, then you add like salt and coconut oil if you're using it, but whatever else the bread needs. If you're making muffins, then you would add eggs and stuff. So, um, anyway, so the timing is very important because it just takes, it's just like making regular bread, except for that the rising time takes a lot longer. And what I've found is that, if I don't make it into loaves when it's after it's sat overnight you know I have a tendency to end up leaving it and then it goes too long and then it kind of flattens down and it never really comes back after that like it's just not the bread is always like flat and hard so it's harder to make sourdough bread although I know that people well I think if I used even some white flour, it probably wouldn't be so hard, so that is something I will have to try, but I haven't yet, and so I'm not going to tell you about that, but I have found um, a way to do it that I have been doing, but it just doesn't work as great for sandwiches because it does end up being kind of more of a flatter bread, so it just makes it harder for sandwiches. I really like it and that one has kind of more of a sour taste whereas a lot of the other ones don't have so much of a sour taste so anyway um, so for regular bread or for our sandwich bread I've been making 100% whole wheat bread but I've been using instant wheat and two times ago when I made it I added some starter but it actually um kinda messed up the uh... the bread a little bit so i didn't put starter in the last time and everybody's liking that so anyway f- i haven't perfected the regular bread i have made some good regular sandwich type loaf breads that are a hundred percent whole grain i usually use spelt s-p-e-l-t it's just a earlier version of wheat it cooks pretty much exactly the same way but it's i get it from azure standard and it's organic and it's supposed to be a little bit easier on your gut than the uh hybridized wheat that we have today that has like a lot of a lot more gluten a lot more um starches in it just cuz that's how it developed and that those are the tasty things but um <coughs> i think whole wheat is still pretty good for you overall so um, anyway so what can you do with sourdough starter besides bread well let me go back to how I make the sourdough bread that I do make which is more like an artisan loaf and it's um, it is pretty dense because it is a hundred percent whole wheat and so for that one it's a little bit easier than catching the sandwich type bread because sandwich type bread has honey and molasses in it Um, but anyway it's basically a no need bread so that means that you mix enough flour to make it kind of like a uh, well to make it into a dough but not so much that But not. But it's like a wet dough. It's like a really wet dough. It's not like a regular type of dough that you would make with white flour or even with the whole wheat flour. It's just a lot wetter. Um, and then I let that sit and rise overnight. And then I add quite a bit of flour to it in the morning just so it's not so sticky. And I kind of roll that in. And then I've been putting some... Um, baking soda in it I'll spread it I kind of s- spread it into like a big thick pancake once it has enough flour that it won't stick to the counter and then I sprinkle it with baking soda and then I kind of mix that in carefully it's still pretty wet dough so I can only do so much and then I have a dutch oven pot that I cook that I have that I warm up in the oven at 450 and then I set the that dough with the baking soda in it and, and the extra flour and stuff in a flour sack towel in a cal- colander and let it sit for 30 minutes while the oven rises. And then, I mean, while the oven heats up and I let it just sit for about um, 30 minutes. And then I pull the Dutch oven out and I sprinkle some flour on the bottom of the pan and then I put the dough in there and I put the lid on and I stick it back in the oven and then I think I lower the temperature but I'm not sure and my oven's not real great with the temperature and I'm not really good with instructions so I just kind of wing it and I make lots of mistakes that way but then I don't have to look up the uh (sighs) the recipe which is good (laughs) I guess and that bread we do like everybody kind of likes that it's really good because it it is more sour and it's just so good with butter and with avocados and I make sandwiches out of it but it's it's not the favorite for like an everyday sandwich type bread so that I just use regular yeast bread for that okay the other thing that that sourdough starter is really great for that I have learned over the years, is to keep, I keep two jars of starter. And when I had more kids at home, I would keep like three or four jars in the fridge always. And that is because crepes are really nice to make with the sourdough. Um, The sourdough will break down the phytic acid and the, you know, the inhibitors. It will also break down the sugars a little bit and so and then it also builds up the sourdough bacteria which is actually pretty good for your gut and so I like to make crepes and pancakes using the sourdough starter but I have to remember to to do that the night before and I don't always remember and so if I just have a few extra jars of starter then I can always make crepes or I can always make pancakes and so For the crepes, it's pretty easy. I just pour however much in there, and then I add eggs and milk, and sometimes cinnamon, sometimes salt, and sometimes mashed bananas, it just depends. And then I mix it so that it's um, the right consistency for crepes, so it's not thick. Like for pancakes, it's a little bit runny, but it's not so runny that it is super thin. And those are always a hit. It's a really fast breakfast, and it's filling. Um, And if we have any batter left over, a lot of times the kids will have another one for lunch. And um, it's a fast, easy thing. Also, it's a great way to get my kids who don't like eggs to eat more eggs. So there's that. I use it also for puffed oven pancakes. So just whatever the recipe that you have for puffed oven pancake, it's basically the same as crepe batter, but maybe a tiny bit thicker. And, um, actually, no, it's not, it might be, I, it's pretty much the same batter. But anyway, whatever recipe you have, kind of follow that and just recognize that instead of the flour, it's going to be, um, a little more starter and a little less liquid so if it calls for milk you won't put in as much milk because the starter already has water mixed in it um, and so basically you can use that starter for any recipe that you have in place of regular flour and milk or water whatever is used in that recipe um, but the best thing about having starter in the fridge or you know a lot of times i'll leave i'll do a starter thinking that i'll make the good sourdough loaf and then i end up not making the sourdough loaf because everybody was super hungry and so i made turned it into crepes or the best thing are the little pan breads that i make and so i just heat up um some coconut oil on the stove and well, I get like a frying pan and put a little bit of coconut oil in there and then I just spoon out directly from the starter, I don't add anything to it, put it in the pan and let it um, heat up. It The lower temperatures work much better because it kind of has to cook in the middle too. And then once it's cooked on that side, it's just like cooking a pancake basically, but it's just like a th- super thick pancake. Um, and then once the one side is cooked, then I flip it over and I usually smash it down to get all the dough out of the middle out so that it will cook all the way through. Cause if it's too thick, then it will be cooked on the outside, but not on the inside. So I find that if I smush it down, the extra batter goes out and will cook better. So anyway, that is really handy when you don't have bread in the fridge, um, and it can easily take the place of of a tortilla even and so what one of our fast meals has been like eggs and sausage and then bread plops I call them bread plops a lot but I should probably call them pan breads because that's more accurate bread plops came about from me trying to make biscuits without the oven but anyway it that was also fast So, um, it is something that is great to have, especially since quality bread, quality organic ingredients, um, and organic made anything, costs a lot. Um, You can save quite a bit of money this way. And it kind of saves you time, too, because you don't have to run to the store because you ran out of bread and everybody wants sandwiches like we can have sandwiches they're not like regular sandwiches but it works pretty well and for these pan breads my kids really like um the everything but the bagel seasoning they have it at trader joe's and at aldi so i just when i put the spoonful of batter in the pan then i'll sprinkle it with the everything but the bagel seasoning And that's really pretty good so oh and then um, just to recap you can use that starter for any recipe that you bake with so I will use it also for muffins our favorite is banana muffins and so if you mix like your butter and I like to use sucanat instead of brown sugar or other sugar but mix that with the butter and then add the starter that well the sponge that's been sitting out overnight because you need lots of starter for this one and then i add a bunch of eggs to just add more protein and more eggs especially for my couple who don't really like eggs and then just get it to a good consistency and bake it and those are those are hit too oh i add bananas banana muffins and pumpkin can be really good for that too so anyway i hope that gives you some ideas for bread it's really easy once you get the hang of it and it's also very convenient because all you need is flour and water and you can have pan pan bread in a second just pull your starter jar out of the fridge and yeah so depending on how well your family likes it you can gauge how many jars of starter that you have i just recommend that you take some of your starter and keep a little bit of it in the freezer in a baggie because every once in a while the jar will break or it will just get lost somehow something bad will happen to it and then you have the frozen one and so then it's really easy to um, get going again. So that is it for sourdough. If you have any questions, let me know. Hopefully that was clear and uh, good luck on your sourdough and bread baking journey. Thanks for being here. Bye.